Are we really doing this? We're doing it. Ah! Welcome to the Bomb Tales and Cocktails podcast. I'm Shelby Lovitz, the fitness and nutrition coach for moms and soon-to-be moms, mom of three, and twin mom. My passion is helping women learn to strengthen their bodies and mind for pregnancy, postpartum, and beyond. And I'm Erin Patel, mom of two toddler boys. I work in aerospace and defense doing digital transformation and supply chain strategy, so data is in my DNA. I'm always looking for research-backed solutions to better myself as a mom and as an individual, and I love helping other moms do the same. We're here to give you the tough love, the real and raw truths on motherhood and how to do it all without losing yourself along the way. So sit back with your cocktail or mocktail and get ready to transform your mind, body, and life. Hello, beautiful moms. Welcome back to Mom Tales and Cocktails. We always promise to get real and raw with you here and we're not going to disappoint you today. We've got some St. Germain spritzes in hand as always. The recipe will be in the show notes and we are ready to get really real with you today and with the realities of postpartum and how to truly prioritize your body and mind during this time. One thing we want you to know is that postpartum isn't just the first few weeks or months that your baby or babies enter the world. Lots of experts say once postpartum, always postpartum, especially when it comes to your body and your mindset. And we could not agree more. Your body is forever changed, maybe in the way that it looks or the way that it functions, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. So my twins are now 17 months old, which I can't believe I feel like I'll always <laughs> say this, but the time just goes by way, way too quickly. And my little girl Elle probably started walking around 13 or 14 months and just saying that I'm already feeling the mom guilt because I can't even remember exactly when she started walking but my little boy Axel didn't even attempt to try and walk as Elle was learning to walk and not until recently is when he's really started to walk a lot more even though he looks like a little drunken (laughs) sailor he literally looks like he's like marching when he walks Um, and seeing other friends kids and even Aaron's kids start walking before they even turn one it started to bring me into this comparison mode and not to mention not even like comparing to other kids but with twins I feel like I'm constantly comparing one twin to the other twin and it's really hard not to when There's two who are the exact same age right in front of me every single day. And you start to question yourself, like, is my kid behind? And again, that mom guilt starts sinking in. Am I not doing enough with them to promote walking for them? But I really just had to stop and recognize that every child develops and hits different milestones so differently at different rates at different times and no matter how much we can work on things it still might not change that and honestly the same holds true to so many other things including your postpartum body it's so easy to compare your experience and body to someone else's or even your own past pregnancy but everyone's going to lose weight at different rates and times everyone will hold weight in different areas and the only thing that comparing is going to do is spend your energy in an unproductive place. You're gonna start spiraling 
And we don't want you to do that. We can both talk about this firsthand. So we've both had two very, very different postpartum experience. And your first will almost always turn your world upside down. And even if you're not there yet, even if you haven't had a baby yet, been pregnant yet, after listening to this episode today, we hope that you feel a little bit more at ease when it comes to your postpartum experience. So for me, the first time around, I had a very quote-unquote, easy pregnancy and delivery, which we'll get into in another episode. And if I'm being honest, a pretty easy recovery too, or so I thought. I lost almost all but about five pounds of the baby weight not too long after giving birth, though I did start pregnancy a little heavier than I would have liked after going through some fertility treatments, which again, we'll get into on another episode. But I was initially happy because I saw this weight coming off, but I still just felt so uncomfortable in my body. It looked so different. My belly was bigger, my hips were wider, and it was just really, really hard for me to deal with. I'd spent so, so many years working out and getting my body and mind to a place where I felt really, really confident. And it felt like I was starting back at square one again, postpartum, which caused me to join a 30 day challenge and go back to these really restrictive ways that I had been in in high school and college and right after college of eating way too little, doing way too much cardio which caused me to not enjoy exercise anymore and end up overeating on the weekends. And I honestly just felt so desperate to get my body back that it was like I forgot everything I knew and spent years and years working on. So once that 30-day challenge was over, I decided to go back to my roots. I started to increase my calories and how much I was eating. I started lifting heavy again four to five times per week. And that's when things truly turned around for me and I started to fall in love with lifting again, fall in love with my body again. And then fast forward to postpartum with twins, if you would have told me prior to that that postpartum with twins would feel so much better and easier than with one, I honestly would not believe you. I just made a promise to myself that I would approach this past time around so much differently than the first, physically and mentally, and we're going to dive into exactly how that happened later in the episode. Okay, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here, Shelby, so bear with me. But Shelby and I have only just begun to scratch the surface on sharing our stories, and doing this podcast has actually really caused me to do a lot of self-reflecting about how I came to be who I am today. And it's just so wild to see how all these seemingly isolated puzzle pieces um, have come together for me, and God willing, are going to continue coming together. Without knowing the full breadth of my background, you guys might think I'm a total bullshitter for what I'm about to say about my first postpartum experience and what my expectations were for my body and my recovery, but I promise I'm being sincere and I promise to be totally transparent about my past as these episodes continue to unfold. But high level, it's important for you guys to know that prior to getting pregnant, I had maintained a lifelong toxic relationship with food, exercise, and perfectionism. So here it goes. My first postpartum experience, for the first time in my life, I felt free of expectations. And I know that sounds crazy. 
but I saw an opportunity for a fresh start and a clean slate. I didn't want to look backwards and I most certainly didn't want my old body back and I definitely didn't want to bring my old mindset and behaviors into this new chapter. Also, for the first time, I wasn't holding myself to any artificial or self-imposed deadline to make changes. For the first time, I was willing to give myself grace. Unfortunately for me, my best friend here is a certified nutrition and fitness coach, so I had amazing guidance and support from her so I could start establishing new positive behaviors. I was really focusing on my nutrition, fueling my body appropriately so that I could breastfeed and you know appropriately feed my child, and starting to get back into exercise, taking it slow, and truly building positive healthy habits and muscle tone. And this is honestly just so interesting to hear these two different aspects between the two of us because I had an experience where I had been working out for a really, really long time and felt like I didn't know what to do with my body afterwards. I didn't recognize it and I was just feeling defeated. And Erin kind of had this opposite where, you know, she hadn't developed these habits prior and now she was doing this and wanted to start taking better care of her body because as she always says, Ari just gave her a new purpose and perspective on life. It's funny to hear you recap it that way, because like you said, you had all these behaviors already in place. So it was like very evident that you felt this pressure to get back by a certain time and you are holding yourself to a deadline instead of giving yourself grace like I was. I feel like this is the only time I've actually done something <laughs> better than you. Um, but, but anyway, I digress. But with this 30 day challenge, you literally gave yourself 30 days to quote unquote bounce back after bringing life into this world. Like how crazy is that? It's just not even being fair to yourself. So now that we both shared a little bit about our differing postpartum experiences, we want you to be able to walk away feeling really confident about your postpartum experience, about your postpartum body and mindset. So whether you're not quite postpartum yet, or maybe you're in the thick of it, or maybe you're even one, two, or three years postpartum, let's go over how to best navigate your postpartum body and mind. So the first thing that we really want you to think about is what are your expectations of your postpartum body and where are these expectations coming from? Are you having this expectation that you need to bounce back immediately after pregnancy because that's what happened to your favorite influencer or someone you see in social media or what society is telling us that women need to have it all together um, a few months after postpartum or are you expecting it to just be really hard or feeling like your body is doomed, your body is ruined no matter what and it's just going to be that way. So what's the point of even trying? Or are you maybe having this expectation of I'm going to be able to lose all the weight in nine months because it took nine months to put it on? Everyone's body is honestly so, so different and is going to lose weight not only at different rates, but at different times and in different places. Everyone's birth experience is so different too, which can have a huge impact on your body and mind and recovery is just honestly going to look so different for every single person. 
Going back to where our expectations come from, especially when we're comparing ourselves to influencers or even our friends, we see a portion of their life. Like when it comes to Shelby's 30 day challenge, if you saw the before and after pictures, you would say, wow, she did it. She bounced right back. She accomplished her goal. But we didn't get to see the behind the scenes of the being angry, being hungry, being exhausted and all of the less glamorous sides of things. So when you're thinking about expectations and comparing yourself, remember that there's always a bigger picture. It's not just the narrative that you see. And then also while I'm running with this, I know I already talked about restrictive timelines, but why do we feel like we have to hold ourselves to this firm deadline? Like in the grand scheme of things, does it matter if you bounce back in 30 days, 35 days, three months, nine months, like who are you doing it for and why? And really focusing on yourself and reflecting, why am I doing this? Am I changing for the bigger picture or am I changing for instant gratification so that other people think that I've quote unquote bounced back or recovered properly in quotes. So the next thing that we really want you to focus on is recognizing what your body just did and what you just went through. And yes, it may be forever changed, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Your body literally just grew another human being, which is honestly still so insane to me. I feel like I just don't even understand just how that happens. It's how it happens. How? <laughs> and it really just did so, so much work to grow a healthy baby. And current guidelines say that, okay, at six weeks, it's okay to get back into exercise once you are cleared by your doctor, if you are cleared by your doctor. But that's not going to be the same for everyone. You may not feel physically or mentally ready to start working out and that's okay. And then there's some women who are like super eager to get back into it, which is okay too, but it can also be a bad thing because sometimes if you're too eager, you can, you know, do more harm by trying to like go back to exactly what you're doing before. But the other aspect to that is even at your six-week checkup when you are quote-unquote cleared by your doctor they're not really checking much you have like a little form to fill out as far as your you know mental state how you are feeling and they don't assess um, if you have any ab separation they don't assess your pelvic floor anything like that and rushing back into exercise and not doing it in the right way could really end up hurting you if you are not paying attention to those things. Okay, so next, while yes, of course, we want you to recognize that your body just did so much work and what it went through, we still want you to know that it's okay to want to change it too. We don't just have to accept that this is how our body is now or feeling like it's ruined. It's okay to want to lose weight postpartum when you're feeling good in your body when you're feeling confident you are going to be able to just show up so much better for your family and in other areas of your life but it's just super super important to understand the meaning behind it and ensure that it's being done in a healthy and realistic way and this is going to help you move forward with whatever your weight loss goals are, whatever your body goals are, in a way that feels empowering to you rather than a superficial way or just trying to please other people or society. 
The empowering piece of what you just said is what's so important to me, like remembering your why. And as you know, I'm so intrinsically motivated that if I don't have a why that's driving my force, I don't have a force. So I just really want to kind of double down on that and remind you that it's like you said, it's okay to change your body and your body is not ruined, but change for the right reasons and change in accordance with your timeline, especially in this precious time of your life. Um, I will add a little levity to the conversation here and say that I never expected my boobs to be totally ruined. I don't see a comeback for them after having two kids and breastfeeding two kids. They're done. They're toast. Uh, they need cosmetic surgery. But I've also gotten to a point where that was like a must have for me. And I'm okay not doing it. I am finally 194% comfortable in my body. I'm more comfortable than I've ever been in my life. And I've accepted the fact that I can sweep with my boobs and it's okay. I'll live. <laughs> yeah, the boob thing is, I mean, I never was someone who had big boobs, but I, yeah, it's, they're not coming. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, it can be really hard connecting to that why because as moms we have so much going on we have so many thoughts going through our head and during any day and are constantly thinking about the next thing that needs to get done and just get so caught up in the day to day that we don't think about that deeper meaning and that deeper um, reason behind it so it's just so important to just really get clear sit down and really think on that. And I think that's another reason why we're doing this. We're here to remind you that you are a person too. You yourself are a whole person who deserves time and attention and meaning in your life. Yes, we take care of everybody else, but we are important too. So next, think about what are the habits that are actually going to be realistic for your life now as a mom. So what you were doing prior to having kids, whether that was with your workouts, meal planning and prepping, eating, whatever it is most likely isn't going to work for you now based on your new commitments and your time availability. And it's when you try to do these things and do them in the exact same way you were doing before because that's what quote unquote worked for you then doesn't mean it's going to work for you now. And then you start to feel discouraged and think, that, you know, if I have to cut back my time doing workouts or I'm not cooking everything from scratch, it isn't good enough and it's not going to work. So why should I even do it? And going back to episode one, really just focusing on these small changes to your behaviors is what's going to help keep you going. And also thinking back to when I did that, you know, 30 day challenge to try and get rid of the baby weight. I was doing like almost an hour of strength training and then up to 50 minutes of cardio on top of that. And that was just not realistic for life with a three month old baby. And the last thing that we want to remind you is to just give yourself grace, be kind to yourself, ask for support, make sure that you're refilling your cup during this amazing, precious time in your life. Know that lots of things are going to happen that are going to be outside of your control, whether that's the kids waking up early or not going to bed or being sick, whatever it is, but you get to decide how you're going to let it affect you. Okay, so let's recap. First thing, remember everyone's postpartum body and journey is so different and treasure that. Make it your own story. Make it your own journey. Don't compare yourself to other people. And I know that's so much easier said than done, but be proud of what you just did. And know that, again, this is your unique journey and you get to heal and recover in your own time. Recognize that 
your body just went through something truly remarkable. Know that change is going to take time and that, that your body is not ruined. It may look and function a little differently, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing and it doesn't mean you can't change it. And lastly, like I keep saying, like we keep saying, give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. And again, this is giving yourself grace is the one thing that's so much easier said than done. As moms, as women, we are just so hard on ourselves, but doing this is going to be the biggest game changer. And this is honestly one of the most helpful things for my clients is knowing that they have someone to give them grace when they can't give themselves grace. And that just helps keep them moving forward so much more because when we get super hard on ourselves, we end up giving up altogether. So having the support to do that can be super, super empowering. So as always, we always have some action steps for you. This is just one thing that we really want you to do that's super important. So just really, if you need to come back to this, um, do that as well. But just stop and pause and really Think about and evaluate your current body. And we really want you to sit with and evaluate what's driving your weight loss goals if you do have any. Everyone has autonomy over their own body. And if you choose to change it or if you want to change it, that's okay. But we really want you to sit with the reasoning and rationale and the intention behind why you desire to change it. And again, this is just really going to help you gain clarity over your intention and help you move forward in a way that really feels empowering to you. Okay, wait, I want to add just one more action step for you. As you're evaluating your body and your your mindset, Look at yourself and find something that you love about yourself. It's so easy to pick everything apart, but we all have things that are amazing. We have many things that are amazing, but you have to recognize it too. So look at yourself and find something that you love. And this is even just such a good practice to do every single day and do this like first thing in the morning, something that you love about your body, something that you feel Not even a physical aspect, but something that you feel grateful for your body and what it is capable of. And that's that can like propel you throughout the rest of your day and the rest of your life. It means so much to us to have you on this journey. And together, we hope we can make mom life a little bit easier for you one episode at a time. As always, never hesitate to DM us on Instagram at Momtails and Cocktails Podcast with your momtails. And don't forget to follow here. And we will see you on the next episode.